You're listening to the Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur, and Guinness World Record holder, Liam Ryan. Discover how to start, scale, and grow your business. Become a better negotiator, create more opportunity, and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams. Hey, so in today's podcast, I am taking you behind the scenes at one of my live inner circle mastermind days. And the question is, can you really build a property portfolio using none of your own money? Part number one. What's your name? Hi, everyone. I'm Amanda. and I'd like to know how to structure the deal and how to present it to a prospective investor. Perfect. So the question is, great question, by the way, how do I structure the deal and how do I present it to an investor? Great. So again, there's many different ways to structure a deal. Many of you have heard me talk about this before, but it's really good for reinforcement. You know, I, I, I could talk about this subject for weeks and weeks and weeks on end, and it still wouldn't be enough, still wouldn't be enough. So typically speaking, team, typically speaking, and the Dobsons, this is really how they've built their entire property portfolio. For me now, for me now, the best way, in my view, to raise money from private funders is simply on a fixed rate return. Fixed rate, percentage return, write that down. Can anyone tell me what I call that product in Assets for Life? Yeah, the sa- yeah, I call it the savings accelerator. By all means, you can also call it the savings accelerator. Okay, so I call it the savings uh, accelerator. <coughs> and when you go into a JV or to an investor, you've got to imagine a blank piece of paper. What are we going to imagine? A blank piece of paper, right? And... People are losing money in the bank right now. They're losing a lot of money. Inflation is at its highest rate, they say, in something like 40 years. The pound today is worth so much less than it was 10 years ago. Some people are saying half. So a pound today is worth half of what it was 10 years ago. Cost of living, as we know, is going up. But people do have cash. People have got stocks, shares, ISAs, pension products. So let's have a think now, because these are things that you need to explore when you are sitting with a private investor. So people have got money in the bank. They've got money in their business. So write these down. They've got money in their savings accounts. People have got money on credit cards. They may be able to pull money out of their pensions, depending on the type of pension. People have got money in things like premium bonds, stocks and shares, ISAs, crypto. So there's many places where people store their cash, they store their cash. 
And one thing that I like to do when I'm meeting private investors is I do something which is called, and write this down, a financial fact find. Financial fact find. Now they don't quite know I'm doing a financial fact find on them. It's all about how you word it. But one of my roles as the property investor, I, I also, we also need to make sure that, you know, you're not having someone put every single penny into your loan, your loan agreement. You also want to have an idea of what they've got out there, what they've got out there, right? And typically I'll do a financial fact find once I've done the icebreaker, we've had a really nice, you know, if I go straight in and go, hey, Cindy, nice to meet you today. Um, can you just tell me how much money you got in the bank? Yeah, got any stock shares, ISIS? Any, they like freak her out. She's like, what's this guy all about? He just wants my cash. So there's a certain time and a place and you, I typically go on a fill. I typically go on a fill, yeah? But let's say, for example, you know, Oliver's one of my potential investors. We're meeting for the first time. You know, I'll introduce myself. I'll go on a fact find with Oliver, find out why he's investing, get to know Oliver. Can anyone remember from previous masterminds we've done similar to this, where what is one of the key things that I'm looking to do when I first meet someone who's a potential investor? What do we want to do through that conversation? Well done, yes. We want to build rapport and we want to build a connection. Yeah, so, both yeah. so, so actually that is so much more important than the fact find or even positioning the savings accelerator product. Because if you don't do the groundwork correctly in the start and you haven't then did done this, remember, if you then haven't done this team, know, like, and trust, connection, build the relationship, then it's going to make your job a lot more difficult, okay? Now, there are some caveats. Occasionally, I get a private investor, they don't want to tell me shit about their lives. They're not into it, they just want to get straight to the money. And, and that's, but, but that's probably one in 10 or one in 15 people are like that, right? Most people wanna build the relationship. They are potentially gonna be lending you money or doing a JV. They're gonna wanna know about you. So through my conversations, we just get to know people. But it's like a conversation, it's not an interview. Yeah, so we, you know, they, I, I know what I'm doing. I'm doing this fact find. And then if they share something about their life, I'll say, well, how can I mirror that? And then I might share something about how, how I loved traveling in Marbella or talk about my children or talk about how I met Holly. So I'm also sharing personal information about me to match where they are might talk about sports, might talk about travel, might talk about vision, might talk about food. It's just like having a conversation. And then what I'll do at some point when I get that feeling, when I get that feeling, um, I will say perhaps something like this. 
Um, look, what, what's really important here, Oliver, what's important is that I don't work with a lot of private funders. And I hope you can appreciate it's important that we work with the right people. We want you to work with us. We want to work with you and vice versa. And I just need to make sure that we are able to put you into the best type of product that's going to meet your needs. So look, just out of interest, Oliver, you know, where are you at at the moment? Um, you know, uh, you know how much do you make? You know, what do you earn? And, you know, people then normally say, yeah, I'm on 30 or 40 or 50, 60K a year, whatever it is. I go, okay, great. And hey, would, would you like to be earning more money and doing less? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's how investing is going to help you get your money working for you. And um, just out of interest, Oliver, have you got any like stocks, shares, ISAs? Just, just throw it in there. Yeah, yeah, I've got some stocks and shares. And hey, and that, how long have you been investing in stocks and shares and crypto? And, you know, what are you holding? How are you getting on? And do you have a lot of time? And have you, have you had any major wins or any major losses? And what would you say the portfolio's worth roughly now? Yeah, I've got about £45,000 in the, in the portfolio. Oh, okay, great, great, great. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing this financial fact find, but it's very relaxed. And you'll be surprised, people will tell you. They won't always tell you the truth, but they will tell you. They will give some information away if they believe it's done because you're going to help them. Yeah. So that's one way in which you could do it, Amanda, is just have those conversations. But remember, you're leading that conversation. Yeah. You ultimately want to take someone to saying, I like what you do love your company, love the vision, I feel comfortable with you, and hey, yeah, I like the idea of, you know, investing some money into you, yeah? The other thing that you can do, and I've done this on a number of occasions, and I know Neil and Jackie have also done this, uh, I know at least one time, but I'm sure they've done it multiple times, is that you could go to your potential investors, your accountant, your solicitor, your friends, your family members. And because they're really smart people, and you're going to say, hey, you know what, John, obviously you're a really smart guy, you know, really take your advice, uh, really, um, you know, value what you tell me as my solicitor or my accountant. Um, you couldn't do something for me, could you? I've got this amazing property deal, and we're looking to raise some money from some private investors and you just give them a one-page or two-page document on the deal. Now, would we agree that if you're going to raise money for a deal, it's going to be a great deal? Yes or no, team? It's going to be a great deal. And then you put it in front of them, and then you let them give you the feedback. Now, if they've got some access to some cash, and they're losing money in there, bank, their business, their savings, their pensions, their, their bonds, their stock shares, ISAs, crypto, if these particular products are what? Underperforming, they're underperforming and they're not making them the money they want to make and your thing that you're presenting is going to beat the banks, give them a great return, your team becomes their team, perhaps an earn and learn setup. Would we say there's a good chance that they might say, 
how can I do this? I'd like to get involved. And you sell to someone without actually selling to them. They sell through themselves. They sell through themselves. So how do you do that? Well, you've got to get a one or two pager done. Very simple. And then you just need to test it. Put it out to all your friends, your family members. We've got the holiday season coming up. Many of you are gonna be at Christmas parties. You're gonna be out on the lash. You're gonna be out with friends, family members over Christmas. Why don't you get this document prepared? Why don't you just, why, why don't you, why don't you set yourself a target now, set yourself a target now that between now and the end of 2022, you put this document in front of 20 people. In front of 20 people, yeah? And I'm almost certain that if you put that in front of 20 people, I can pretty much guarantee you, you're gonna get at least one investor, if not more. Investing, raising money is about touch points. And something which every single one of you should be doing, you should focus on 70%. What percent team? 70% of your time in any business, but certainly in property, needs to be focused on rebuilding relationships. Okay, relationships, yeah? Building relationships. And the more relationships that you build, the more money you will raise, the more deals you will find, the quicker you will grow your business. This is one of the key fundamental parts of building any business, relationships. Today we're talking about investors, someone later might be talking about agents, someone might be talking about landlords, people in your power team, build those relationships. It's like going fishing. You want to have as many fishing rods lines out in the water as possible. And then you've got more chance of catching the fish you want to catch. It's how you create relationships. It's how you start to raise money. So does that make sense? Yeah. So, but typically, typically, I always aim to do fixed rate return out to private investors. So how could that look? Let, let me go into a bit more detail and I'll come to you, Andrew, yeah? How could that look? So let's just say Dan needs 5,000 pounds for his next rent-to-rent serviced accommodation deal. Okay, let's say he needs 5K. And let's just assume for a minute he's either got the money but doesn't want to use his own money or he uh, hasn't got the money. Either way, he's decided he's going to bring in a private investor in. Very simple. You use what's called a loan agreement. Write that down, team. And they're all in the Dropbox. You've got access to my loan agreements. Don't need to go to a solicitor. You can if you want. £2,000 or just use my one. Who'd rather use my one? Raise your hand if you would. Great. Cool. Um, so um, loan agreement, £5,000 and... You know, you want to borrow that money typically, you know, five to 10%, yeah? So the way that it would work in this setup, the, this, is, this is the investor, this is the deal. The investor 
we'll lend the 5K. Let's just say it's for one year and let's just say it is 10%, simple on the maths. And then at the end of the year, at the end of the term, what have you got to do? Send the money back. How much will you send them back? 5,500, yeah? Okay, you'll earn a little bit less profit on the rent to rent deal, but it's infinite return. You've used none of your own money. You've used none of your own money, okay? The next option here, the next option, if you're doing loan agreements, so again, we're, we're sticking on the loan here, but let's say you are gonna do buy, refurbish, refinance, so you wanna own the property using none of your own money. Let's just say in this case, you need 100K to go and buy something. You might need 200, might need 80, might need 300. I don't know, right? But let's just say it's 100K that you need. When you are lending money from an investor, the banks do not like that. So typically, unless you've found a bridging company different, Neil and Jackie, but they do not like money being lent to you because when you go and do, when you buy refurbished refinance, are you going to find a dirty, horrible, smelly, disgusting house? Yes or no, team? Yeah, it's probably not mortgageable at the start. So you can't get a mortgage. So what's the next option if you can't get a mortgage and you want the banks to get involved? Yeah, it's bridging, isn't it? Yeah, so it's bridge. And typically, the bridge, what percentage will they give you loan to cost? 75% there or thereabouts. Might be less, might be a bit more. Let's just use 75%. So from the 100K, how much is the bridge going to give you? 75K, but you've got a shortfall of how much? 25K, yeah? You cannot lend that money from me today and then go to the bridging company and say, yeah, the deposit is from Liam at Assets for Life. He's an investor and he's just lent me 25K. It's not going to get passed through. Not going to get passed through. Okay. So one way of doing it, which is how me and Jay have done some of our deals. We did this with 231 Burgholt Road in Colchester during the pandemic. We needed more than 100K, but let's just say we needed 100K. This is the investor. This is the deal. Okay. We needed 100K to buy the property, refurb the property with the legals. And actually what we did, we couldn't get all the money from one investor. So then what do you do? You get another investor, right? So what they did is they lent us the money on a fixed rate return. We then bought the property for cash. We bought the property for cash. No problem at all. The whole thing, including the refurb. And then we followed by, on loaned money, but the whole thing, no bridging, no mortgage, no borrowing from the banks. We bought the property. We refinanced the property. We added a serious amount of value to the property. And then we went and refinanced the property, refinanced the property, and then we got a mortgage. Once we refinanced, in this example, we were able to pull out 100% of the money that was initially put in. 
Now we were only able to do that because the uplift was so good. It was a no money left in deal. So once we refinanced, what did we do team? We paid them back. We paid them back. We gave them their fixed rate return. And now Jay and I own this deal in our special purpose vehicle. We use none of our own money to buy it. The investors were happy. We've now got a mortgage. We've now got tenants in. The tenants pay the mortgage and we net about four to 500 pounds a month net profit. Hey, I really hope you've enjoyed that podcast. Make sure you keep tuning in. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to me. Why don't you head over to my Instagram page, Liam J. Ryan Wealth. Make sure you follow. I'll follow you back and stay up to date with even more exciting property, business and wealth content. You're listening to the Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur and Guinness World Record holder. Liam Ryan. Discover how to start, scale, and grow your business. Become a better negotiator, create more opportunity, and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams.